a lot of people feeling gripped by fear and anxiety and there's a lot of people in very difficult circumstances and I'm very aware that we are in a privileged position. A lot of you listening right now are in a very privileged position. And so what, what I'm trying to do is do as much as possible to assist people to move through this with as much ease and support as they can, as we can provide for them. And so it would be wonderful if you could share what you do and, um, and why it can assist them, you know, phase at the moment. Um, is when we're actually in the space, the way that we choose to respond is almost as powerful as the situation we find ourselves in. Now, a lot of our response to essentially everything that we respond to, it's not only in this health crisis, um, it's very much dependent on our belief system, our programming, essentially who we have grown up to understand ourselves to be. And we respond according to those experiences. Now, what happens in the body? The body works with those experiences and that's essentially hardwiring information as its known place of being. So it's almost like having a bowl of Smarties. And when you have a certain experience, you choose the Smartie that you want to use to respond to. Now, the, the bowl of Smarties as a nice, fun metaphorical comparison is essentially um, our way of running on an automatic subconscious information. It's what we've essentially allowed our lives to, to bring in, in terms of our information. So we will always refer to that bowl of Smarties first, as opposed to the new inviting little jelly tot uh, bowl on the side. Now the jelly tots are essentially all the new information, the, the new patterns that we can introduce, the new responses that we can work with. But when we find ourselves in a very demanding, a very fearful space of being, um, essentially just feeling compromised in any way outside of our optimum expressional state of being, we will always go to the familiar and to the subconscious information of processing things and experiences, and that will essentially determine how we respond. So we may have been working with a lot of enlightenment, a lot of um, self-growth aspects, but those are all the jelly tops that we're starting to introduce. They're not essentially on the level of an actual hardwired um, understanding of information. So what, and what the fascia really supports within this time is that it allows the fascial system to reset into welcoming new information as it's hardwiring as opposed to only relying on its subconscious pre-programmed expressional states. So when we go into- Slowly, I think, Shan, because there's a lot of information. Um, so just say that part again, because I think that's the important part. So we go into fight flight, which is essentially high stress. Anything that is high stress, anxiety, fear, worry, just kind of feeling compromised in any way of our being. We will always rely on what we have as a subconscious form of information. So we rely in terms of how we respond from what we know. So that is things that we've learned at school. That's things that we've told by our peers, things that we've learned from media. And it may not always be in direct support of what we're needing. So what the fashion 
is that it just allows the body to be more receptive and communicative with more, um, if I can say, optimized informations that are very much in support of who we are and how we can respond. Um, okay. Jan, I'm getting a lot of people saying that they can and they're not hearing properly, which I'm actually also battling to hear you. I just want to see if I can get some headphones and if that will then disconnect um, from Instagram Live and what we're doing here on Zoom. Can you guys just give me two seconds? I'm sorry for this, guys. Because the information is coming through a little bit um, muddled for me at the moment. I'm hearing you clearly. And if I'm not hearing you clearly, and I can people are saying there that there's an echo. Um, these are dead. <laughs> um, I've gotten brand new AirPods and they keep dying. They've got no no energy left in them. Okay, I don't have um, headphones to turn to. Can you guys on Instagram hear and understand what is going on properly? Please let me know, um, just so that I know whether to carry on or try and make a plan. Please just give me a thumbs up if you can hear everything clearly or if you're battling. Um. All right. So, Shan, I'm battling to hear. I can see the chat battling to hear. Um, I'm trying to think. No, Susanna, yours is echoing. So, mine is the one that's echoing. Um, Baby, do you have headphones that I can maybe plug into this quickly? Yeah, I'll do Thank you so much. Um, all right, let me see. I'm going to try and sort that out. My amazing boyfriend is getting me some headphones. He died on me. And let's see if that helps, guys. Um, I'm so sorry about this. And also for all of you that have just tuned in, just so that you know, we were trying to go live on Facebook, but... Um, there is some interruption on Facebook. Has anybody noticed how much interruption, and many of you have as well, how much interruption there's been on internet and connection and things like that? I did a day with one of my other teachers and she was just battling. She was trying to do um, a live healing and she was just battling to, thank you so much. Um, she was just battling to get on Thank you so much, my baby. Um, okay. For those of you... Um, let's see. Okay, for those of you who are listening now, is that better? Please let me know. Shan, can you hear me? Since you put the earphones in, so that's a lot better from my side. 
Okay, so it's sounding a bit better for me, guys. I hope it's sounding a bit better for you. Shan, there is a noise coming through from your side. I don't know if you're moving something. Um, we've got Jen. <laughs> we've got no electricity thing today, so it might be it might be that <laughs> the gentle hum Joburg's atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, she has. They're getting an echo through there, baby. And I've put my volume all the way down here, so it shouldn't. I don't know what else to do. Yeah. Guys, I'm so sorry. Um, I don't actually know what else to do to make this better for you guys. What I can do is I'm going to take Shan. Shan, I'm going to take you out and see if I can just turn the screen here. Okay. All right. Uh, remove. Okay. Um, all right, my lovelies, is that better? Let me know if that is better. Give me a thumbs up. Hey, Marco. Radical being, Alicia, Karen. Is it Karen or Karen? Not sure. Much better. Okay, great. Let's go with this then. Um, I'm so sorry about that. I'm glad that we sorted it out. So, Shan, if you can recap for us, if you can recap for us what you just said um, about everything, then let's take it from there. with um the biggest thing where the fascia comes in is that the fascia in itself actually stores information so it's able to store information now fascia is in absolutely everything it's in um the hard wiring of the cells even so when we talk about fascia storing information it stores energy is is it a is it a physical thing what is fascia it's essentially responsible for the tension balance in the body now the tension balance also goes into our energetic states of being um, as well so it does cross complements but if you have a look at it from a more physiological perspective it's more um, you can compare it to a general tissue networking that goes throughout the body um, we look at different spaces of fascia. So you get more superficial fascia, which essentially when you look at the videos and if you've got like a fillet piece of meat, it's got that little white sheet that comes off there. That, yes. That's fascia. Or it is fascia. Uh -huh. with the body, the body's fascial system, it has gr like larger spaces of fascia, which is more the superficial. Um, and then it goes right down onto what we call microfascia. Now, the microfascia is the networks that weave in and out of the actual cells in the body. So when we work with the, uh, the fascia from an energetic perspective, specifically in the fascia response and integration system, we're able to influence this tension balance right down onto a cellular level. 
So our whole idea of working energetically with the fascial system is to support a very safe, a very gentle, and a pain-free fascial response system. Now, it's not only fascia release. We work with what we call neutrality. So in that idea of neutrality, the whole concept of the system of the fascia response and integration system is that we recognize what the body is needing at that specific time of treatment. So we don't look at only treating symptomatically. We look at why the body is actually in the position of that specific expressional state of being. So in that expressional state of being, even though it may present itself physically as a sore shoulder, the mm-hmm. shoulder naturally repairs itself all the time. So one of those different expressional states of being. So for example, if you've got a lot of my clients are um, a lot of pain experienced clients. So they've got chronic levels of pain that no matter what they do the pain just doesn't go away and actual perspective we consider the body in a very different space so we look at the body as an expressional state of being we don't look at fixing anything we don't look at changing anything and we don't look at forcing the body to correct itself as to how we feel it should be expressing we consider a almost like a childlike manner of nurturing and asking the body what does it need and in that space of need we will then apply the intention of neutrality that neutrality can be anything in accordance to what the body is needing at that time so it can be relaxation it can be softening it can be realignment repositioning so As we said with the fascia, it's in everything. It's in bone, muscle, tendon, ligament, brain, everything. So when we look at concepts of realignment, we're actually able to support the quantum realignment of the body in a structural form. So um, almost like postural postural rehabilitation. So I had clients like um, a scoliosis presentation, but yet it's just a, um, a structural um, uh, miscommunication in the tensegrity or the tension balance. So when we apply the fascia, we apply it very gently and very nurturing to the body and the body actually corrects itself. So the whole concept of working energetically with the fascia. Sorry, I'm trying to, you've corrected scoliosis with fascia? So we've worked with numerous um, postural rehabilitations. Things like bunions, we can work with bunions. We can help reposition because when we work with the fascia, we work completely from the understanding that everything in the body is a, is a expressional state of being. That mm. ex- whether for you it may be a sore shoulder, for me it may be um, endometriosis, it's still a bodily expression. And yes. often what work with the fascia, because we work in the concept of priority, your sore shoulder may have the priority of a high stress expression. 
where we are actually attending to the high stress and through neutralizing that high stress response in the body, that shoulder relaxes and repositions. So endometriosis. Mm -hmm. I may come in with an endometriosis um, expressional state of being, but yet I'm in a um, emotionally abusive relationship. I'm in high stress uh, states of work experience. My life is not actually an expression of what I wish it to be. So I'm in a constant compromised emotional and relationship expression. So my yeah. body may express that as an endometriosis expression. So when we would... Hmm? Sorry, I was going to say, and do you... So, so you'll tap into the body and you'll basically say figure out what the body actually needs. That's how you figure out what to do. And then um, do you need to be physically in the same space for the food, or can you do distance? Because I think specifically right now, you know, a lot of people are in a space where they are needing a lot of support and they are needing healing on multiple different levels. And one of the things that I'm really passionate passionate about is about connecting people to different healers that can still work remotely. Um, can you explain how that works? So the, the a whole different talk all on its own. So I'm going to sum it up as much as I can. Um, we work with what we call quantum entanglement. Basically, everybody, according to their full name, surname, and date of birth, carries a unique energy coding or identification. It's almost like an energetic blueprint. Um, the same comparison can be used with cell phone numbers or mobile numbers. You, each person has their own mobile number. When we put in those numbers, we will connect to that person. You may not see the connection, you may not feel the connection, but that linking of energetic coding is there. The body's mm. working. So when we work with the fascia, whether the person is lying down on our table, whether they're in another country, whether they're in the same country, but in another place, the same connection is made. Um, mm. the, the session's effectivity is exactly the same. Um, majority, yeah, I'm working with a client now um, in Canada. She's had um, multiple years of high pain experience to the point that it actually compromised her functioning. And we started working with the fascia. We on, I think, session five, and her pain experience went from a nine out of 10, sometimes 10 out of 10, to a one and sometimes nothing. So yeah. the operational changes, I think for, you know, I've been trying to figure out what exactly in the fascial system that I work with makes the key factor. And I just can't pinpoint it to one or two things. But for me, the biggest, biggest thing is recognizing where the body is needing that nurturing and that support um, so that it can be recognized for the mm -hmm. expressional offering and that that expressional state is not necessarily a bad thing or something that we need to get rid of but something that needs to be understood, um, the body itself just has a different way of communicating with us. It may not be verbiage and through communication verbally, but pain is often a way of the body's kind of like attraction or demanding of attention. 
So it will get your attention. If you wake up and you've got a stiff neck, that body is asking for attention. What the yeah. attention is actually about, that we then communicate with through the session. But it gives the body an understanding. Mm -hmm. of, so this is where I'm at and I'm needing support, but I yeah. don't want to change um, this way for a specific reason. So until that reason is recognized and nurtured, it may not actually shift at all. So we can yeah. bomb it. Like the, uh, and I'm not knocking any way. I'm going to interrupt you for a second there, just because we are nearing a left truck. Um, guys, I am talking to Shannon in the studio. And we're talking about facial release and what that can actually do for you. This is Thrive, this is the healing and health section of Thrive. We want to bring you as much information as possible, help you not just survive, but to thrive in life. And so I've invited them to join us about this today. I apologize again for the technical difficulties. A lot of interference going on at the moment. I can see a lot of you online on Instagram. For those who are going to watch on Facebook, I apologize. Facebook is down at the Moment and won't allow me to connect. I know that some of you are saying, please, can I request to join you? No, I'm currently in an interview, but you are allowed to ask questions. I will relay them to Shannon. Um, it is near 11 o'clock, so I'm going to go outside and I'm going to howl three times because at 11 a.m. in South Africa, um, which is 9 a.m. time, is the time of the most in the world are awake at the same time and so what I am trying to do is create a movement and I'm going to go outside and start howling. Shan, you do the same. Um, I'm trying to create a movement of that we all bind together and that we are all over the world shouting for our amazing No, why? Alright, let's go back to Shannon. So Shan, I've got like quite a few new people who have just tuned in. Maybe you can just recap. Um, well, let's just, I'll just recap. Fascia release. Um, fascia is a very soft, very fine tissue that we do find in our muscles. You know, when you see that like very thin white, um, it's almost like a layer of skin on meat when you, for meat eaters. Um, I'm a vegetarian, but you know that very fine, fine, fine layer of like white that you sometimes get, that is fascia. And it is everywhere in our entire system. And when we do fascia release, um, like all body-mind connection, it can assist in healing all kinds of things. And I think maybe that's one of the next things that we can clarify here, Shan, because as we have identified um, you know, it's, it's one of the brilliant ways our bodies are so intelligent. Our bodies are so super intelligent and they tell us when something is wrong with them. It's for us to pay attention so that we can heal mind, body and spirit, our emotions. Everything is attached. And so the body's way of telling us that there's a problem is through pain very often and through illness. And if we don't pay attention, it gets worse. And if we do pay attention and we actually understand the cause of it, that's where the healing can start taking place. And so facial release is a way, an energy modality 
a healing modality. I'm just using different terms that you guys can associate with um, a way that we can connect with our bodies in that way and facilitate the body's own process of healing. I think those are the important points. Have I gotten that right, Shan? Is there something oh. that I've... Yeah. So just very, very important. Um, when we work with systems like this, they are non-diagnostic. So we basically work with the body where it is at, what it is needing at the time of the session. And it's up to reconnecting and essentially providing a more stable, consistent flow in communication in the body. When the body communicates clearly, consistently, and accurately, everything works well and as it is supposed to in accordance with its prioritized healing and innate healing response. The body knows exactly what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. But when we get to communication interruptions through scar tissue, emotions, etc., trauma also, these communication flows get quite severely interrupted on different levels of severity. So by working with the fascia, there is no thing, if you can look at it like that, no aspect that cannot be treated. We can work emotion, we can work trauma, we can work physical, we can work absolutely anything. It complements all other treatment modalities by opening up the body communications so that the bodies can essentially respond better to additional treatment therapies that it's receiving. That is absolutely, I mean, that is just phenomenal. Um, so you can basically, what you're saying is that you can do any, treat anything from depression to scoliosis to absolutely anything else, um, from muscular pain to cancer. Yeah. So remember when we work with these sessions, we don't look at fixing or changing anything. We look at supporting the body into its optimized expressional state of being. So okay. when we system by reconnecting each person's communication systems that body will respond as it needs to so the body will determine how it needs to respond in the healing process in accordance with where it is at in that expression so if it is a cancer patient that person's body will respond as it needs to in the session. If it improves with pain or if it puts the body into remission completely, that is that person's unique body's choice of treatment response. So I think that that's a very important thing. Um, I'm gonna wipe the lens because I can see it's gone a little bit blurry there, guys. But I think that that's a very important thing and it's something that I've reiterated numerous times when I've spoken about my healing journey is that Every single person's healing journey is unique because we're all on a soul's journey, our own soul's path, our life path. And, and so with all of these healing modalities that I am looking at and introducing some of you to, and some of you already know some of them, these are really just to facilitate in your soul's highest purpose. So it will just help you move through things with more ease. That's basically, sometimes it accelerates you getting to that next step because it facilitates you arriving at that new understanding in a quicker way. But it cannot change if your soul's path is to, and it sounds harsh, but if your soul's path is to pass, then that is 
that is the 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 soul's journey that you've chosen that you've agreed to on you know a different level i hope that makes sense to everyone um i will do an entire session on surrender because that is such an important thing as well people don't understand the true meaning of surrender doing your best but not having an attachment to the outcome outcome and really embracing what that means to live in a state of surrender um, and how that shifts your mindset as well. But with these modalities, I really want people to understand that it is facilitating your soul, your body's journey. That's what it's doing. So it's not going to heal things that are not meant to be healed or shifted or changed, but it can facilitate if that is your soul's path. Um, Shan, you're going to do a demonstration for us now with your partner, Eugene. Yeah, so just to give a quick explanation of what we're doing, when we run the group healing sessions, um, anyone who is part of this conversation now live, or even in the future when they look back on the videos, will entangle with what we call a healing matrix. So they'll be entangled into the session and receive the benefit of the session and each time they actually view the video. So if they want to reinforce the healing that they receive from the session, they just re-watch the video and it reinforces that healing response into the body. So what we do distantly, um, we essentially will connect to the group as a group matrix bring through the priorities that are specifically coming through at the moment. There's very clear um, themes that are coming through. Um, but what we're going to do, I'm going to work with what we call a surrogate session, where somebody, an actual physical body, will lie down, and I'll run the session on them. They will receive the healing of the session, but they will not take on anything that the group is essentially bringing forward as a, um, a focus of uh, consciousness in the session, if that makes sense. That makes absolute sense. Okay. What is the focus? I think that maybe that's the next thing is just to clarify, what is the focus of this session? What is the healing focus of this session? Okay, so I'm gonna let Eugene lie down. I'm gonna tap into him with the group and then we'll see what the focus is of the session that comes through. Okay. okay. So for anyone who is joining us, you can either lie down and relax, you can carry on with your normal work day, the session will have influence regardless of how you are. Um, there's nothing that you can be doing that will negate what the session is going to bring through. Perfect. Thank you so much. Hi and welcome, Eugene. Thank you for being our surrogate today. <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to take a moment just to tap into the group and just see what is coming through um, as a prioritization for hers. Okay, so a lot of the, um, as, a, as a common theme, um, a lot of what we're working with is just extreme, um, like heart suffocation. Um, it's just generally coming through that a lot of people are so feeling so compromised in the space that they're almost struggling to engage with their, almost like their heart space. Now, the heart torsion field is such a powerful part of who we are. It's what we receive the information from the field with, and essentially, even before the brain receives the information, the heart collects the information from the field and from the environment, and then essentially guides us as to what we're needing to work with. 
The heart in itself is the most incredibly powerful uh, frequency from love and joy and bliss and gratitude. So we really want to be able to connect with that heart to almost from a consciousness perspective, connect with the heart of who we are, the heart of our lives, the desires, the dreams. So that's very much a focus that's coming through to reconnect people with that understanding. Um, a second one that's coming through is a lot of um, liver and spleen. Um, they're also very much part of the immune responses. Um, so a lot of people are, it's almost like a panic of not having a strong enough immune system. So we'll bring that in as a focus as well, just to boost the immunity response so that if, for example, it does pick up anything, then it's able to work with it within its optimum um, expression and response. Okay, and then also there's a lot of um, worry that's coming through. It's showing up more as a parental worry. So a lot of parents are actually worrying about their children, um, which is, is, is a very natural space to be in, but uh, we'll bring that in as a focus just to neutralize that fear and neutralize the, the worry so that they can engage from a nurturing wisdom transference as opposed to holding that fear space. Okay. Um, Susanna, just confirm that you can hear what I'm saying okay. I can hear everything you're saying. I'm just standing by. If I don't hear you, I promise to let you know, but you're doing great and I'm hearing everything. Okay. All right. So what we're going to connect with here, um, we're working with the connection. Now, when I hold the points, this is what we call fascial response and integration um, as a system, but we're working with the modality of static response points. So we essentially hold points on the body and they create an energetic communication. And when we connect with the body this way, it can bring forward information. So specifically with the left knee, we're looking at a spatial orientation here. Um, the left knee in relation to fear and feeling unsupported and feeling a bit ungrounded in the expression of the, um, almost like the demand to be creative in the space, um, people are really battling to connect with. So we're going to connect it to um, essentially the brain in terms of a fascial influence um, to allow the brain from a resource of information to connect with the understanding that there is no need for that fear. So we're going to bring in a neutrality through the structural influence of the knee joint so that it can freely express through its articulation and freely engage with its environment um, as it needs to. Okay, so like a concept of stepping forward or a consciousness of stepping out of. Okay, so we're just gonna let these, when we pause in between the, the explanations, it's just because the neutrality and the fascial response is downloading. So the body is essentially just stepping into a quiet, receiving the information. So, Shan, may I ask, while you're doing this, um, you holding your hands there just for the people who are watching and the people who are listening it's basically like energy is flowing through you and into the body through your hands it's not coming from you just to clarify it's coming through you and from yep. 
greater consciousness from the greater energy field and just being concentrated through your hands into the person. Is that correct? Yeah, so we work as like a conduit. Uh, we don't give the client anything. We basically hold space. Um, on the hands are two heart points that essentially connect to the heart fields of everybody in the session. And we're allowing the energy connections of the body to reconnect with the, the surrogate's body in its optimum um, uh, point of uh, healing connection. That as an influence and intention into the group through quantum entanglement, they will have the same response. Okay, great. Thank you so much. All right. So we're going to work through here into right hip. The right hip is showing more from a consciousness influence here um, in relation to being able to find stability through flexibility. Right side is the influence of a futural influence. So finding stability through areas of flexibility, um, you know, just finding its directional focus, allowing it to engage with um, more of a confidence space. And we're going to link this through into the heart as well. So the heart essentially finds the connection into the stability of the environment. It doesn't need to create its own stability. When the body creates its own stability, it often creates what we call fascial jamming. So it creates areas and segmentate, uh, like compartmentalized areas of overconnection so that the body feels safe, but it actually creates more of a communication disrupt. So we're just going to open up the heart here in intention that it is able to engage with the concepts of um, connectivity and stability through the hips. And then hips are all about changing direction. So as the heart engages with the stability in the hip, that the body, the mind, the soul, the field, the environment all find the essentially the courage and the strength to be able to change direction as we're needing to. And this is going to bring down into the right knee. Now, right knee, we're going to work with a directional focus and stability as well. We're also going to work with the neutrality of all contributing, supporting, and influencing aspects of this fearful expressional state of being that it may neutralize. And the neutrality that it's bringing forward is quite an interesting one. Um, it's more of a confidence a neutrality and a strength neutrality. So as a secondary response, this is actually going into the um, neutralizing of the back fascial zoning. Now, when we talk about zoning, we're talking about areas of influence. So even though we may be running along the back fascial zone, like a, um, the stripe on the back of the body, that zone is influencing every single organ, system, muscle, and the consciousness of all those areas um, as a influence of session. So even though we're working on the knee here, we're working into influence of the back fascial zoning. This we're working again into a neutrality of the fear and the like, almost like the perceived reality of not being supported. Um, so a lot of people out there are bringing forward that they're actually not feeling supported through this at all. Um, so we're going to run a neutrality on that fear of not being supported, just to allow the bladder meridian um, to open up in its communication pathway through essentially finding a gentleness through that emotional expression. And then also from the, the bladder, we're looking at more of a yang 
um, energy inference. So a lot more of a action orientated inference. So being able to take action in the neutrality of that expression through um, the transition of the fear or the transcendence of what they're fearing. Okay. All right, so we're going to work here into what we call uh, reciprocal areas. Um, this specific reciprocal set that we're going to be running will help to neutralize and the neutrality that we're working with here is more a rebalancing. Um, so these ones are really, really effective in relation to their consciousness. Um, so the ankle is the consciousness of having the support and the foundation to move it within your life. The wrists are all about the consciousness of what we hold on to. So bringing in a neutrality of awareness and orientation here and balance will go through into the reciprocals of those areas in your lives as well. Um, and what this does from a um, sensory perspective, it will essentially um, reorientate the spatial awareness. So the kinesthetic sense here is going to be neutralized and rebalanced. So from a physical perspective, it will give the body a lot more of a spatial orientation and awareness. So the body feels more comfortable in the space that it is in, it feels more secure, it feels more safe. And what's happening as a secondary influence here is it's actually helping the group's um, fascial stabilizers to engage. Now the stabilizers work as a cross-linking of the body from an energetic pathway and a physiological pathway with the muscles and tendons and influence, but they're actually in place to give the body a lot of support. And a lot of the main influence in the fascial stabilizers actually comes through the um, solar plexus. So from a solar plexus chakral perspective, it's essentially allowing us to almost transcend the fear, transcend the worry, transcend the uh, lack of confidence in who we are um, in relation to the space that we're finding ourselves in. So from a neutrality perspective, it's encouraging people to step into their space with confidence, with surety as to kind of who they are. This is very much a space of almost challenging you to find out what you're really about and what you can bring forward. Um, forcing people to get out of the box and essentially find almost like an entrepreneurial uh, connection with who they are and all the talents that they, that they bring forward. That's a very, very strong message in the session today. So make a note of that one. So the knees we've brought through in relation to the confidence and just allowing the fear to transcend. Elbows hold very much a consciousness of how we entertain life and how we work through life. So if we need to elbow our ways through life all the time, or whether it's something that we can embrace and hold and receive. So bringing in a neutrality into all those areas as well. Hips, we've mentioned more of a flexibility through life and how we orientate ourselves through change of direction. And when we come up to the shoulders, the influence here mainly is going through into the influence of kidney 27, the kidney meridian point 27, um, which is essentially directly connected to the central nervous system. So we're going to tap into this one and just bring in a alignment through into the neurological communications in the body. This will help from a fight flight response that we're essentially in as a group at the moment, 
um, and this group that is live with you very, very much. It's interesting because your, your group that you've got live with us at the moment um, is experiencing quite strong fluctuations. So they're going through space where they're feeling completely overwhelmed and out of control and fearful. And then they suddenly realign, rebalance, and they're actually quite excited. So what this point of communication and neutrality that we're working with in now, the neutrality through the kidney 27 and the brain from a neural response is working with the neutrality of alignment, finding yourselves within yourselves, within the alignment of your truth and your reality, not connecting to what the reality is in relation to social media, uh, the collective, just really spending that time just to connect with what your individual and unique reality is. Okay, so this from a structural perspective is going to run a full neutrality, uh, realignment and softening, uh, repositioning uh, neutrality into the actual spine itself. So we're looking at a softening into the microfascia here. Um, just allowing the spinal uh, column to relax, realign, and reorientate so that it doesn't have such a, um, a jammed expression. So I don't know if a lot of people on here have been having headaches or neck tension or backache. Um, so this will generally help realign the entire group. And from a full structural um, skeletal response in terms of fascia, we're going to just hold an intention that the entire skeletal um, and structural perspective of the body is neutralized into an expressional state of gentleness. So almost like how you working with yourselves, like work with it from a more of a gentle perspective. Okay, so we're going to work here um, into the lumbar spine we're going to run a neutrality, uh, synchronicity, and communication reset uh, between the lumbar spine and the diaphragm. So just allowing the body to connect with the, when we work with the diaphragm, more from the consciousness of being able to breathe in and breathe out. So we work with the ideas and the metaphorical comparison to being able to breathe in the breath of life with full receptivity and breathe out any patterns, any situations, any experiences, any energies, any memories, traumas, whatever you wanna work with there that are actually no longer in support of your higher self and your optimum expressional state of being. So we're gonna run a neutrality right through the lumbar spine and ribs. This will also help from a fight flight response. When the body goes into fight flight, the coccyx tucks under almost like a dog that is scared, attacks its tail under. So it creates a ripple effect through the structural system and compromises our um, optimized spinal articulation expressions. So the neutrality that we're running here is just allowing the spine to step back into its optimum um, articulation processes through the natural curvatures of the brain, um, of the spine, sorry. And that will also help in terms of opening up and relaxing to allow the brain to receive clearer, more consistent and real um, expressional messages so that we can work from our actual reality and not our anticipated reality. 
Okay, we're gonna link that one into liver and spleen. Spleen here, we're also looking at a very deep sense of the earth element, uh, bringing in the concepts of being able to earth our bodies, earth the energies, and the same in terms of receiving energy from the earth, letting the earth revive us, reconnect us, regenerate our energies and our rehabilitate or our regeneration properties. And then it will also overlap into a physiological function of the spleen in terms of our immune system, our blood, the oxygenation of the body. We're going to bring that all in. All right, and we're going to link the lumbar spine with the base of the cranium um, as a reciprocal response area, specific again to the structural um, alignment of the body, so a, a skeletal response, just to neutralize um, and soften the fascial jamming that is expressed within those bones and within that structural alignment. Shan, just a yeah. heads up while you are doing that. It's 28 minutes past. If PG happens to join our meeting again, I will kick him out. But um, for everybody listening um, that has joined, because there's been quite a few people who have joined while the healing session has been going, I just want to reiterate that um, Shannon is, um, she works with energy. She works with fascia release, which is um, a healing modality. And um, she's currently doing a healing session, which is a group healing session for everyone tuned into this. And um, if you watch the entire thing afterwards, you can watch it anytime and it will have the same impact as watching it right now. So I'm going to let Shannon continue. I am supposed to have um, another Zoom meeting at 11.30. So I'm hoping PG is still tuned into this. He was watching earlier on and he doesn't tune in, but if he does, please excuse me, everybody who's listening. I will kick him out as quickly as possible. And um, I'm so sorry for the interruption, Shan, please carry on. We're actually reaching uh, treatment capacity with the group anyway, so it's good timing. Um, another important point that we work with when we work with the body energetically is we work with the body's natural treatment capacity. So what that means is that we never over-treat the body. If the body reaches its treatment capacity in 10 minutes, 15 minutes, half an hour, that is where we close off the session. So I'm closing off session now with Eugene and with the group. Um, so what we're doing is that we're just working with the intention, um, the hand holding over the, or the hand hold over the head. We're working with the intention that the right and left hemisphere of the brain receive all the information that we've brought through in this session with smooth integration and familiarity that it can integrate the information with immediate effect into the body and fix the session essentially into the body's natural communication system. And then when we close off into the heart, we're just intending that the heart receive the information and hold the information into the body so that it can essentially provide every single cell in the body with the new information picked up in the session, um, that it can essentially receive this with effortless ease, smooth integration and familiarity so that the cells can respond with immediate um, action and with immediate, the session as its immediate environmental change. Okay. 
So for anybody who wants to do a more um, in-person or one-on-one session, um, I'm sure they can find my details on your page that you've shared there. Um, and yeah, we'll work in or audio, whatever is most comfortable. Um, but yeah, these sessions, you should find watching the session, you should feel a lot more relaxed, a lot more centered. Um, and then essentially the session, just give it about two, three days just to allow its full capacity of response to come through. Amazing, Shan. You know, um, I, like I, I'm very sensitive to energy, so I can actually feel, I can feel you working as you were working now. Did anybody else experience that? Please let me know um, because I would love to know. Also, what I think might be quite amazing is to set up another session where we um, actually allow you to just do the session, put on some beautiful music maybe, and just do the session and then do a little bit of feedback after the session so that people can actually just lie within the space and experience the entire session and, um, and maybe we do that in a week's time or two weeks' time. Um, let me know what you guys would feel about that. And thank you so much, Shan, for being willing to come and, and share the knowledge about what facial release is and also to do a group healing session. I um, have a much better understanding of what it is now, which is fantastic. And um, I really enjoyed watching the session and actually feeling it in my body. And I would love to have you back at some point soon. Um, oh, the session just ended on Instagram, shame. Um, but, but I would love to, to get you back on um, as soon as possible. Yeah. Oh and just thank you so much for the opportunity to introduce this way of working to everybody. It is, it's a very new, uh, almost unfamiliar way of working with the fascia. There are so many different ways of working with fascia. There's no right or wrong. It's really what resonates with you um, and what connects with you as to how you want to work with it. But I'm so deeply grateful for the time that you've given me to show people how we can work with the body on such a nurturing, pain-free experience um, that we can just allow the space to be a productive space for us and also just moving forward on a different way that we can work with the fascial system. Well, yeah, I mean, thank you so much because sharing that information has been, I think, very, very empowering. And I think um, possibly the next section, pe session, people can also then ask questions, specific questions, because I think everybody was just gripped listening, you know, trying to understand what everything is. But perhaps in the next session, we can allow people do a Q&A or something where people can actually ask one-on-one -on -one questions. Um, yeah. For all you that are listening i know that um that the the instagram cut off it only allows me to go live for one hour at a time um but thank you so much for tuning in and thank you to everyone who's watching on facebook and listening on two oceans vibe um or any other platform i really really appreciate you guys tuning in i am going to put shannon's details in the description of this video and I highly encourage you getting in contact with Shannon um, and doing a one-on-one -on -one session. I, um, I look forward to doing one as well, Shannon, because I haven't experienced a one-on-one -on -one session. So that might be something that we do also before the next one, because I might have different questions as well. 
Fantastic. Thank you so much. And thanks, Eugene, to lying down. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you, Eugene, for being our, our, our person, our human that we could um, all channel through today. And lots of love, guys. I will be tuning in later today for um, little updates. But tomorrow I will be back at 10.30 a.m. Remember what I'm trying to do at 11 o'clock is I'm trying to get everybody to cheer because it is the time that the most people in the world are awake at the same time. So imagine getting the entire world cheering at the same time. I think it would be so cool. And then um, a lot of people are also asking what they can do. Um, you know, a lot of people are feeling in distress, but a lot of us are in extremely lucky positions. And so please do something for somebody um, during this time to support somebody who isn't in a position in the same position as you are. And if you are looking for ideas, check out Brownie Points. I did an interview with Blake Dyson. You can look on my page. The links are there. Um, but do something for somebody else during this time. Lots of love, Shan, Eugene. Much love. I'll talk to you guys soon. Um, to all of you out there, I will chat to you soon. Thank you for tuning in.